Olay, Olay, Olay. Or oh no, oh no, oh no. Find out today on the Shoot Brothers podcast. The only wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron Canadian Osborne. Olay, Monsieur Monsieur Shepherd. <laughs> That's right. A little French. The big pay-per-view in Montreal this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh along with a SmackDown and then a Rotten Ottawa, the little Canadian tour going on, uh, everything else. We got Roadblock, Revolution, WrestleMania. Everything's coming up fast. Uh, and, yeah, we're here to cover it all or as Fa- much as we feel like. Fast and Furious, I should say. Ten, John Cena in theaters this summer. Um, <laughs> you know, I just want just to throw that out there. Any other wrestlers and? No, I feel like I feel like wrestlers should almost exclusively start being in the Fast and Furious films at this point. Like we need to throw in Batista. Who else is really? <laughs> I guess none of them are also really acting, really per se. But I don't know. We'll get there um, eventually, like you said, Mike. Yeah, big big week. How about we get uh, right into uh, the week? Um, you know, we so like you said, we were doing a little Canadian tour, and of course Saturday we had the Chamber, but Friday there was a little bit of SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. I mean, at least the the, the closing part of SmackDown, which was Sami Zayn coming out for the big homecoming. Uh, got the old theme song back. The classic Worlds Fan Apart. Fan-frickin-tastic. Yeah, so this was the end of SmackDown. The crowd just going wild, singing the song. Huge standing ovation, like, the chance, uh, the uh, Taker levels, Mike. You've been saying this about Sami Zayn this whole time. This is yeah, Undertaker this, uh, retirement ceremony, or sorry, Hall of Fame ceremony levels. <laughs> I had my stopwatch out. It was uh, almost six straight minutes <laughs> wow. um, of just letting the crowd breathe and roar. And uh, so I think he was one minute away from Undertaker. But <laughs> now that's now that's a streak. That's a streak to be broken. Uh, yeah, I mean, he probably could have kept going. They had to cut it off some point. Yeah. Like, all right, there's only four minutes left in <laughs> yeah, the show probably now. Probably some guy like behind the camera going like, "We, like, we need to go." <laughs> yeah, but it was an all-time, an all-time crowd reaction, and you could see Sammy getting choked up, and uh, yeah, he finally speaks, just points at the WrestleMania sign, and says, "Every year we tell people that's the most important show, but for me, this city tomorrow night, once in a lifetime." And then he speaks some French, insults Roman, calls him like a tapernak or something. Oh, tapernak? That's a bad word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that the word? Oh, that's. Come on, Mike, you're a good Canadian kid. That's the bad word. Yeah, I'm a good Canadian kid, not a bad kid, so I don't know these. <laughs> but apparently it's like the equivalent of being called like a motherfucker. Or it's. it's just about yeah, it's, 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 it's a motherfucker, fuck, but in. But, but they, since, you know, they have close ties, you know, to the church. So it's more of like a god thing. Goddamn motherfucker. Kind of, yeah. There, it's, it's not like a direct translation, you know. But it's like yeah. it's like fuck. But there's god kind of involved. And he said, uh, <laughs> "Demain soir, uh, Estan Montreal Tabernacle." <laughs> like tomorrow yeah. night, we're uncensored. They didn't. Uns- censor. Well, yeah. How are you gonna how are you gonna censor? 
you know, um, we're gonna start censoring all the <laughs> all the cusses. I'm sure there's just some sounds that you can make that is a uh, a swear word in some <laughs> other country. Well, they censored the crowd when they were chanting "fuck you." They Roman. really had to dial that one back. Uh, yeah, because it was so, so au- it was so audible. Yeah. It just would have destroyed but- everything. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, he wraps it up, says tomorrow night's not just Roman versus Sammy, it's Roman against the entire city of Montreal, and you're going down, and slams the microphone down, and the crowd's just still going wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like yeah. you said, sh- and, or, you know, it was short and sweet, maybe because six minutes of it was just for the fucking standing O, um, <laughs> but as soon as he started talking, it, w- it, was, it was one of those get to the point. Um, yeah. You know, Sami Zayn truly epitomizing the you deserve it chant. Uh, you know, I know we throw that around a lot, a lot these days. You know, sometimes uh, you deserve it comes around to somebody who maybe necessarily didn't deserve it. I'm sure everybody deserves it. I get it. But we can't all we're, we're not just throwing around participation medals here. No, this you know? was a well-deserved you deserve it. This was a well-deserved it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. As you're right, and that I think uh, could lead us. How about that leads us right into the action coming up on this year's edition of the Elimination Chamber. Review. Yeah, next night, same crowd, just super hot all throughout the night, and we kick off the show with the women's Elimination Chamber. The winner gets a shot at Bianca Belair's title uh, at WrestleMania. So you got Asuka, Carmella, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, and Natalia. And we start off with uh, Liv Morgan and Natalia, the home country girl here. And uh, yeah, just doing a little back and forth chain wrestling, uh, figuratively and literally. Literally, as they're slamming <laughs> each other into the chain walls. Good one. Good one. Uh, yeah, Liv gets slammed into the pod. Raquel's the first one released, and she just goes on a roll, showing off the strength. And then we get Nikki Cross out next. Uh, she makes an impact right away. She climbs to the top of one of the pods, hits a big crossbody, a Nikki crossbody, off the pod onto the three other women, and that got our first holy shit chant. Of our the night. and our first, our first off the pod early on our first too. Off. <laughs> Yeah, there's still people in the pods. There were still in pods. Uh, Soon after that, Carmella comes out of her pod, and uh, she spends some time just trying to get back in and hide, and Raquel picks up Nikki, slams her through one of the pods, breaking that bulletproof plexi plastic, (laughs) whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. uh, It's kind of like the stuff that you think would be around the Pope Mobile. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, she gets slammed and then, yeah, through the pod and then Raquel brings her back into the ring and pins her, gets the three count, the elimination, but, uh, they were in a split screen, so they kind of only caught the end of it. They had to replay it, but, uh, and th- Cross, Yeah, and this that. happens sometimes in these, mul- in, when there's a lot going on, uh, like you'll see, I'm sure, you know, you'll inevitably see a big spot, two big spots in a War Games match or sometimes an elimination during a Rumble during yeah, an en- dur- yeah. during like somebody else's entrance, you know it's you know it happens. Yeah, no, at least they got so many cameras that you know they just replay it right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Liv Morgan has her big moment when uh, Raquel's climbing up the rope. She's on the middle rope. Liv climbs to the top of the pod, 
Hits a huge sunset flip off the top. Slamming Raquel. Big pop for that. Yeah, big one. And, yeah, we still have one more person. Asuka, the last participant. She comes out. The crowd's super hot for her. She just unleashes her fury. Uh, Natalia gets Liv in a sharpshooter. And then Asuka comes in, puts Liv in an armbar. So she's just double trapped here. And she can't even tap out. She passes out from the pain and is eliminated. And crowd was a little bummed. Liv had a, a nice showing in this match. <sighs> some big spots. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I think, uh, you know, the crowd The crowd certainly, you know. What, 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 are we going to have two people win the chamber? Come on. <laughs> no, no. It's just nice to know that they care about this. Nice so. to know they care, of course. We ha haven't stopped yeah. caring. No, she's a good... Good talent. She's young. She'll have another shot at the belt. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. I mean. <laughs> Natalia gets Asuka in the sharpshooter. Carmella super kicks Natalia and pins her. So the Canadian is eliminated. And we're down to the final three. Uh, yeah. Carmella and Asuka. They double team Raquel. They just hit a big flurry of kicks to the head. One after the other. And then they both pin her at the same time. So Raquel's eliminated, down to just Carmella and Asuka. Uh, Carmella super kicks Asuka, but she kicks out. And they have a nice little sequence of pinning reversals until Asuka finally gets Carmella in the arm bar. Carmella submits. Asuka wins the chamber, gets a title shot at WrestleMania. It was uh, it was it was it was fun to see. I guess Carmella at there at the end. You know, I think in my mind it was uh, you know, maybe maybe those last two, Oscar, Liv Morgan, Oscar Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, you know, guys, no, because pr pretty much as soon as we were down to those last two, it was pretty. You know, you know, like when you're watching. Um, I'm sure you've seen like poker on television, and as mm -hmm. each card comes out, like the percentage for that person, like the odds <laughs> they're gonna win goes up. Literally, as soon yeah. as Natalia was eliminated, uh, the odds just went to like a hundred percent Oscar. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, and you know, I think that was most of our picks to get the win mm -hmm. here. She's been real hot that fresh new look with the face paint so and the no i'd say here. good pick too even in so far that these are th um a performer on on monday night raw not one of the smackdown performers who would then have to cross brands and then you know that's when sh it starts getting messy <laughs> because because yeah, no. rhea ripley's already doing that rhea ripley's already coming across so now you know it's hairy. Yeah. No, I think everything everything worked out for the best. It was yeah. a fun match. Yeah. Next up on the card, uh, though. After. Oh, sorry, go. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Next match, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, just fast-paced. Right off the bat, Lashley hits a spear. Brock kicks out. Bobby hits a second spear. Goes for the hurt lock, but Brock counters into an F5. Lashley kicks out of that. Lesnar kicks a second F5. Bobby kicks out again. He goes for a third F5. But this time, Bobby counters, uh, hits his third his third spear, and then gets Lesnar in the hurt lock. So Brock is trapped. Nowhere to go. He resorts to kicking Lashley in the balls, which causes the DQ. And all of this under five minutes, this whole thing was done. Yeah, four and a bit. Uh, is, this, is this Brock Bobby three? Yeah, this okay. was part three, so now technically Lashley is up two to one, but um, yeah, obviously not a very definitive ending, the one that people would want, so I don't know, we might get round four 
<laughs> ding ding. That well, of it. course, um, uh, uh, yeah, and after uh, cla- uh, raged up uh, Lesnar, hits got takes out Lashley, takes out the ref, um, F5 onto the commentary table, this kind of stuff. Classic, yeah. um, you know, classic. Angry Beast. Angry beast. Uh, now, am I crazy? And I maybe I missed this on a show, but I can't remember. Was the winner of this match to take on Bray Wyatt? Uh, yeah. So that was one thing on SmackDown. Okay, Bray Wyatt, I thought so. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't definitive. He just he was just like whoever wins between you two, I'm coming for you. So kind of out of nowhere. It seems weird. It's yeah, yeah. Out of it's not only out of nowhere, but it's like okay. So do you want Bray to take on Lesnar? Or you want Lesnar to do something else, so Bray to take on Bobby. But how does how does Bobby win without eating a sorry? Yeah, without Brock eating a pin. Yeah, the whole thing was, I don't know, kind of weird. That because I mean they have nothing to do with each other right now. They're on separate shows, and I don't know. Maybe that's just one of those things that we'll forget it, and it'll. <laughs> I don't know. because yeah. it looks like. <clears throat> yeah, you know you're I right. Mean, the well, way this a, ended. A forgotten booking decision. Yeah. Because with the way this ended, it seems like they're going to go for it again, maybe with a step. I don't know. Some, I don't know. Some kind of uh, last man standing cage type Something. of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood this year. And they've been there once before for WrestleMania 21. And they've kind of been replaying some of those movie parodies they thought they filmed for the last one. Like. Triple H is Braveheart, and uh, I don't know. I forget there was a couple others. There was a uh, Seth Rollins is the Joker from the uh, from the Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, I yeah, thought that, I thought was... that, I thought that one was pretty good. He uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's a sinister guy already. That Seth Rollins. Yeah, it was kind of good. They had the uh, the famous staircase scene, and he was dancing down to his theme song, and yeah, you know he's already kind of doing that anyways, and yeah, he had the face paint, the suit. Dressed as the Joker, and then at the bottom of the stairs, Becky Lynch shows up, and she's mostly Becky. She's wearing all black, but she does the gravelly Batman voice, and uh, yeah, it just says she's got to get back to the man cave. So makes sense. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I'm was sure fun. we'll see some more, some yeah, more film parodies. Looking forward to a couple more. Yeah, some good ones. You yeah. know. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, our next match, we got Judgment Day. Featuring uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley taking on Edge and Beth Phoenix. So, of course, huge pop for the Canadian Edge. And, yeah, just super hot. I mean, this crowd was hot for everything all night long. And mm-hmm. one of the all-time great crowds here. Wow, and you think? I think so. And, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the heat for Dominic in this match. <laughs> he wasn't even in the match and multiple fuck you Dominic chants throughout the match throughout the night this fuck you blank was a very popular thing on this night well you know it's easy it's to the point and both uh, anglophones and francophones it, that's where they come together right you know <laughs> like you know in, in the in the wild yeah they may you know come at heads but here in the in a wrestling arena you're putting your differences aside yeah Exactly. And, uh, you know, Dominic, he would end up getting involved in the match, causing some trouble. Uh, he knocks Beth Phoenix off the top turnbuckle at one point. So Edge chases Dominic. He runs to the back. 
The crowd starts singing the na 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 na. Hey hey, goodbye. But uh, Dominic comes right back pretty quick, and more fuck you, Dominic chants. And honestly, I think Dominic was the second biggest heel of the night after Roman Reigns. <laughs> might have been, might have been. It's just any excuse to, uh, to um, like, like talk shit about like a kid. I think, right? It's kind of like an appropriate, like, because you can't just go up to a kid in public and start saying "fuck you" to that kid, uh, but you can say it to Dominic. Like, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he would get involved again when the ref's not looking. He throws some brass knuckles into Rhea. She punches Edge in the head, puts Finn on top. The ref counts the pin one, two, and then stops himself just mid count. Because Beth, with the botch, was very late to break up this pin and did not look good. Yep, it was a uh, <laughs> it was a very obvious. I think a, the, the uh, you know the call of a good re- the officials are, are are out there just as much as the wrestlers are. They are just as integral. The whole thing doesn't work with all the pieces coming together. You know, a, yeah. a, a good ref, he's gonna see. I mean. Who knows? You know, this is shooty of the this referee of the year potential, right? Knowing what's supposed to happen, knowing that somebody is late, and kind of taking that 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 botch, you know, of having to uh, stop yourself. Yeah, didn't look good. No. Uh, I mean, there was a time when Vince told the refs, "If the shoulder's not up, you count the three. The wrestlers will have to figure it out." But uh, oh, really? Tonight, so. I like that. I do like that kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, um, if the door's locked and you're not on the inside, you're 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 not staying here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunate. Kind of spoiled the ending a bit. Uh, but we continue. Finn and Edge are both on the top rope. Beth and Rhea run him. Hit a double power bomb onto the two men, and then Beth hits a glam slam to Rhea on the floor, takes her out. So now Finn is all alone. Edge hits a spear, and then him and Beth hit FTR's finisher, the Shatter Machine, and that gives Edge and Beth the win. The sh- yeah, and 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 a big one, a little uh, an ode to uh, friends and potential free in, impending free agents. Yeah, I saw Dax Harwood tweeting about it after. He's like, "Wow, that was that was cool and nice that they actually called it the Shatter Machine, the the name that I came up with." So, I mean, you know, that's that's the name of it. You see a Styles uh, Clash, it's a Styles Clash. <laughs> I mean, they call it the Big Rig in AEW, so they didn't care about the Shatter Machine. That's a good point. That's a good point. Take that, Excalibur. Well, yeah. but that being <laughs> that being said, I guarantee uh, nobody on the WWE commentary team knows any finisher on the AW roster short of possibly the One Winged Angel. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, also kind sh- of. I think that's also probably has something to do with it. And the Shatter Machine's a better name, anyway. I think Big Rig. Yeah, Big Rig sounds yeah. like the Good Brothers should be doing it. You know. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. But anyways, match was fun other than that one little botch. Uh, but what you going to do? Yeah, oh well. Can't do everything. Nope. So let's move on to the men's elimination chamber for the U.S. title. You got the champion Austin Theory, Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and uh, Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins. 
So we start with Seth and Johnny. And uh, and this whole match was pretty awesome for Gargano, you know, after after a nice long appearance in the Rumble. He had a good showing here. He's on a bit of a roll now. Yeah, and back, back from injury, healthy, presumably. <clears throat> yeah, the crowd was loving him. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, of course, they were loving, loving Rollins as well, singing his theme song a bunch throughout the match. Uh, then Theory is the first man released from his pod and immediately becomes the big heel of the match. And, uh, yeah, crowd just cheers whenever he gets punched and beaten up. And he's trying to hide in the pod. So Seth and Johnny go in the pod and just beat the shit out of him. And Damian Priest is out next. He goes on a roll, knocks down all three guys, gets a nice ovation. And then the big man, Bronson Reed, he's out, makes an immediate impact, just throwing his weight around. Picks up two guys at once. Big double fallaway slam. And then finally, Montez Ford, the last one released. He just comes out hot, dishing out offense and suck it chops all over the place. He really loves doing that suck it. It's coming back. It's <laughs> making a resurgence. Yeah, but uh, he was awesome in this match. Lots of big spots mm-hmm. for him. And uh, Theory showing some strength when he deadlifts Bronson at one point onto his shoulders. Uh, later, Bronson Reed had Gargano on his shoulders. Seth springboards off the ropes with a clothesline to Johnny, which he turns into a reverse Rana on Bronson. Crazy spot. Almost landed on his head. But yeah, it was a little bit of a scary spot there. <laughs> with a man that big. But yeah. Uh, yeah, crowd's going wild, chanting, this is awesome. Uh, and then another crazy spot when Montez climbs up the wall of the cage all the way to the roof and he just like turns himself upside down and then drops down onto everyone with a big splash (laughs) and then dives out onto everybody god how tall is that (laughs) that's a yeah that's a pretty big drop um i don't know big holy shit chant for that one as well uh and then at one point everyone just starts teaming up against bronson and we get a super kick, we get a double super kick, a triple super kick. Gargano hits the one final beat. Seth hits the curb stomp, and then Ford hits from the heavens. So this massive combo, too much for any man. <laughs> and, of course, that eliminates Bronson. Yeah, first gone. Yeah. And then we got another one of the na-na-na-na goodbye sing-alongs. The crowd was loving that they, You well. know, they, it's like these soccer hooligans. Maybe <laughs> that's what it is, right? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, then Seth and Johnny, they both climb up to the top of one of the pods, start fighting up there. Seth picks up Johnny to powerbomb him off the pod, but Johnny reverses midair with a Hurricane Rana off the top to the ground. Just crazy stuff there. Uh, I don't know. It's early in the year. That's a spot of the year contender, maybe. Oh, that Hurricane uh, Rana off the pod. Oh, write it down. <laughs> write it down. Yeah, still very early, but they were, yeah, they were going hard in this match. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Johnny, he's got momentum. He hits the one final beat to Theory outside of the ring. and The crowd's chanting Johnny Wrestling. He goes for another final beat on Damian Priest. But uh, Priest smacks him, picks up Gargano, hits the Razor's Edge, and that gets the three count. Johnny's eliminated. The crowd boos. But once again, amazing performance by Gargano in this match. Yeah, 
<clears throat> yeah, well, like you said, spot of the year right there. A little more momentum now that he's healthy from injury. Uh, I think the yeah. future is looking bright for young or middle-aged Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully they can ride this momentum and uh, get him back to being the star he was in NXT. Cause yeah, haven't really figure seen out a plan, see what, the, see, what, see what he wants to do, what is the plan. Yeah. Uh, Seth picks up Damien into a powerbomb, and then Ford jumps off the top, hits the blockbuster powerbomb combo. One of the Street Profits moves, uh, but that gets the job done, eliminates Priest. So we're down to the final three. Uh, and yeah, not only was Ford doing suck it chops, he was doing some uh, impressions of the rock. He did a rock bottom, and then he did. He tried to do the people's elbow at one point. Maybe this will oh, be just... <laughs> uh, Ford's new thing, doing everybody else's thing. <laughs> playing all the hits. He's yeah, playing man. all the hits, yeah. Uh, and then he goes for From the Heavens on Austin Theory, but Theory gets the knees up, and then Seth runs in, hits Ford with the curb stomp. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, on the outside of the ring, and then Theory rolls him up, pins Ford, eliminates him. And, uh, yeah, they were really selling the, the stomp to the outside, so they had to have the medical team come in and help him up. And huge standing ovation for Ford as he was leaving the chamber. Yeah, well, he maybe was the performer of the, uh, of the night here. Yeah, great, uh, yeah, great uh, look at a future singles career for him. Mm -hmm. He's got all the potential in the world. And, uh, yeah, great performance. But now we're down to the final two. Rollins hits a pedigree on Theory. He goes to follow up with the curb stomp, but, uh, you know, the cage is still open from getting Ford out of there. And this allowed Logan Paul to run out, sneak in, hit Seth with a perfect buckshot lariat. And then Austin Theory picks up Seth, hits the A-Town down, gets the 1-2-3. So Austin Theory wins the match, <laughs> retains the belt. With a little bit of a, a little bit of a greasy finish, you know, you could say controversial finish maybe yeah lots of heat for logan paul crowd was not happy with him yeah yeah but uh you know obviously setting up the the rollins paul wrestlemania angle um in 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 a great match too i think like we did all of these things yeah this was a lot of fun this was an awesome chamber match yeah like everybody had everybody had a chance to shine we set up the future austin theory won which was probably the right decision um yeah 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 uh yeah pretty much everyone came out looking good even bronson reed the first guy to eliminate it, he had took like everyone six finishers to kill him so. yeah he took some big moments too there for uh for the <laughs> fans who have been wishy-washy on him you know it's been tough to figure out who this guy is and uh hopefully this is um you know good for everyone yeah no i mean yeah pretty much everyone in the match came out looking better than when they went in or just as good if someone established like rollins so all around great match agreed agreed but that can only mean that <coughs> it is time for the main event roman reigns Sami Zayn. Uh, if I remember correctly, Roman Reigns came out first. That's right. Just because uh, there would have been no quiet, there would have been no control if Sammy comes <laughs> out first, huge pop, and then Roman's just coming out to people singing 
Sami Zayn's music. Like, that's all that, or fuck you Roman chants, or Tommaso Ciampa booze, which also would have been cool. Uh, but but yeah. yeah, Roman comes out first. Sami Zayn follows. Uh, Mike, I don't know. Did you put a timer on this one of how long they just stood there staring at each other? I swear it was three <laughs> and a half minutes. Uh, it was at least three and a half. It minutes. was. It, uh, I, it felt like. I mean, like it was over four minutes by my timer. Wow. Yeah. I. You know. Under I did, five. Over four. That's crazy. I didn't. I. Yeah. I didn't time it or anything. But it was just. I was sitting there, and then eventually thinking to myself like. Huh, this has been going on for a long time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, we're still doing this. And the crowd, yeah, the crowd is going off. The the two of them just staring down each other. Um, before, yes, yeah, yeah, was... like you said, four minutes before the physical uh, action actually begun. Yeah, they're just yeah milking it for all it's worth. We're getting the Olays, the Sammies, the fuck you Romans, uh, all throughout and. Yeah, over four minutes before they touch. The electricity is in the air. Then they finally do start things off a little slow with some headlocks. And anytime Roman does anything, it's just fuck you, Roman. And uh, Sammy hits a big tope early on. And uh, lots of shots at ringside. We got Sammy's wife and his kid sitting in the front row. They get involved a tiny bit later on. And... Yeah, Roman at one point, he's like beating Sammy up, talking trash to his wife. Uh, and then later, Sammy returns the favor, beats up Roman in the corner, and then kisses his wife. The crowd pops big for that. <laughs> oh, Everyone loves a good Everyone family. loves a good smooch. Then <laughs> uh, Sammy hits a big sunset powerbomb off the top rope, and then an, an exploder suplex into the corner. Goes for the haluva kick, but Roman counters with a Superman punch. Gets a two count. Uh, and then a bit later, Sammy hits Roman with his own Superman punch. And then the Haluva kick gets a big 2.9 count there. Roman Reigns, one of the best in the business at the 2.9. If kickers. not the best that we have seen. <laughs> yeah, you might just have that honor. Uh, so that was your first real big near fall there. And they fight to the floor. Roman goes for a spear, but Sammy avoids. Reigns breaks through the barricade. Uh, Sammy throws him back in the ring, hits a blue thunderbomb, but Roman kicks out of that. And then soon after, Roman shoves Sammy into the corner, right into the referee, which knocks this guy out. Uh, Sammy hits a haluva kick, makes the cover for about a six or seven count, but the ref is down, so there is no pin. And that's when the trouble started. Jimmy Uso runs out, super kicks Sammy a bunch of times, hits the Uso splash, puts Roman on Sammy, just as the second referee comes out, makes the count, but Sammy kicks out. So the crowd's going nuts. He fights back. He kicks Jimmy off the apron, turns around right into a spear from Roman, but Sammy kicks out again. So it's pandemonium in here. Uh... Reigns goes for a Superman punch. Sammy ducks, and the ref gets hit. So now referee number two is knocked out. Um, just taking out, just taking Heyman. out refs as we go. Yeah. So Paul Heyman gets involved, slides a chair into Roman, but that's when Jay Uso comes out, stands in between Roman and Sammy, so he can't hit him. Reigns just starts yelling at Jay, and you know you're betraying the family, and. And then he hands him the chair and says, you do it. You finish the job. So Jay grabs the chair, 
stands behind Roman's, uh, teasing like he's going to hit him, just like Sammy at the Rumble. But uh, he still can't do it. Doesn't hit anyone. So Roman just starts smacking Jay in the face. Sammy comes running in to spear Roman, but uh, he avoids it. And Jay gets hit, so he's out. Reigns picks up the chair, hits Sammy with six chair shots in a row. And then a spear makes the cover just as the referee slides back in the ring and slowly counts to three. Roman wins, retains the title. One of the slowest counts, too. Yeah, just to make it worse. And, I mean, the bell rings, and this crowd is too heartbroken to even boo. It was just like a stunned silence, just sadness. It's just sadness is what runs through. That's exactly right. It wasn't a back... We weren't back to fuck you, Roman. No, it was just, damn. Damn, how could they do this? It was just, you know, imagine putting that much effort in all night and then. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Clash at the Castle all over again. Yeah, but it's similar. Even worse, I would say, because, I mean, this was his, literally his hometown. Drew is not even from wherever the <laughs> castle was. He just happens to be, I don't know. Also, whatever. just from the UK, they all identify. Yeah. Just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But this was literally his home. His wife there, everything, but no, they didn't. They didn't do it. So no. after the match, they continue him, uh, Jimmy, and Roman beating down Sammy until Kevin Owens runs out to make the save. Starts dishing out stunners. Hits one on Jimmy and Roman. Hits a pop-up powerball on Jimmy through the announce table. Grabs a chair. That's when Paul Heyman comes in. Starts hitting Owens with these weak sissy strikes. So Owen stunners Heyman, and then he steps aside so Sammy can hit Reigns with one last halluva kick. They play Sammy's music. The crowd sings, gives him a huge standing ovation, but still just a heartbreaking loss. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think Sammy, Sammy winning here would have been bigger than a WrestleMania main event. Would have been one of the biggest... One of the most memorable wins in WWE history. But they didn't do it. And again, for the second time in seven or so months, they had, we had, they had the chance to do one of those moments that they always talk about themselves creating. Uh, yeah. It, it, it could have happened twice. It could have happened twice. Or, you know, at least once. Or you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't claim you never... that you make moments and then skip out of two guaranteed moments. I don't know. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? <laughs> no, I agree. And you may never, may never have this opportunity again with a crowd this hot for a hometown guy. The chance to make history. Sami Zayn can still win a world title in the future. I think he will. But this night would have been bigger than any other night. Yeah. And maybe that's and yeah. it sucks that it's like it sucks to think about it like oh you don't want to take away from WrestleMania so don't do it. You know like that sucks to think about it like in that kind of a term and I don't know we don't know what's going to happen on April 2nd or whenever uh whenever it is. But yeah, you shouldn't book something just so the bigger show is bigger. Book the thing when it's happening. 
Yeah, exactly. See, WrestleMania. <clears throat> I, WrestleMania already sells itself. The tickets are sold out before you even know a single match. So exactly. Like, you know, and I think that's one thing. One, one benefit. One potential benefit of the just kind of four pay per views a year. Uh, type of model, you know, the all maybe maybe more the AEW model, uh, you know, certain. I guess all out might be their biggest one, but double or nothing was the first one. You know, you know, and all 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 the pay per views we've seen in the past have had memorable moments because mm-hmm. that's like the that's the show that's the show it's supposed to be big. You know, you want your pay per views to be big. Well, there were, there were some yeah. great matches on the show. This one included, you know, what not the one that we wanted. Yeah, everything but the finish. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. The putting those two world titles together is is the was the is uh, turning uh, out to be not. the hardest thing they've had to try to do is yeah. to get these things separated properly, which feels weird because it feels easy, right? Yeah, I mean, according to all the rumors, like they weren't even originally going to do this. Until Seth Rollins got hurt last year, he was probably going to win the WWE title, and then they ended up putting it on Brock and combining the two. So, who knows what the whole last year would have been like? And yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I've never booked a wrestling show in my life, but Triple Threat, Roman doesn't take the pin. Boom, right? Like that feels easy, right? Like we've done this before in cases where there's a triple threat and we don't want one guy to look we, we don't want both guys to look weak so we just make one guy look weak you know like i feel like this has happened before roman won the belt in a triple threat match against the fiend and braun and guess who's fucking ass that he pinned bronze obviously <laughs> yeah it's happened before it'll happen again but it's but... not happening this time yeah, it doesn't look like we're getting a triple threat this year. Jesus. But there you have it. That was the Elimination Chamber. It was a lot of fun of the show. We really just have to figure out how, two things. One, how do we split up the belts? And two, how do we put one of them on Sammy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the card, though. Uh, what about a quick little What about a quick little run through over down there on Rampage? I only caught the biggest match, or at least it was the first match of the night for that trios championship. The uh, the elite taking on Top Flight, Ar Fox again. Uh, they kind of challenged him to a rematch, and um, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they were doing this whole basketball theme where I guess the NBA All Star. It was All Star. So it they- was All Star Weekend, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what their tie is to the NBA, but they're uh, on TNT. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, I guess my favorite part was the beginning of the match. They even had a jump ball where <laughs> the referee to fi- threw up to the ball. To figure it out. Uh, well, you know, one thing that we do well here on AEW, we are great at intermingling the theme of the night into what we're doing. Whether it, you know, when it was Game of Thrones, it was Game of Thrones. When it's this, it's this. It's uh, got to give them kudos for that. Yeah. So they were doing spots with the ball, some tope dunks and dribbling and uh anyway lots of fast pace action uh eventually kenny hits the v trigger and the one-winged angel gets the win then afterwards a light shut out house of black appear and then disappear 
Uh, so it looks like they're calling out the elite. And later on, at some point, probably on Dynamite, they announced that we will get that trios title match at Revolution. With Fantastic. March 5th. Really looking forward to that one. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I think everybody is. Any other highlights from uh, from this year's show? For you? Um, I mean, most of the, yeah, the rest of the matches are pretty normal stuff. I guess uh, it's worth saying the main event, Dustin Rhodes versus Swerve Strickland, ended in a disqualification. A very rare occurrence in AEW. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the third one ever? I don't know. Oh, you think so? Weird that they would do it in the main event. Seems like it's not their style, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's worth noting. Uh, but that, that also, is interesting. I, guess, I would love to know the stats on the amount of DQs that uh, have occurred. Yeah. And then they go to put uh, Dustin's head through a cinder block, but Keith Lee makes his return to make the save. So I, he's back. I saw him and he was looking uh, a little d- different, Gray, grayer in the hair. <laughs> Maybe he. Hasn't been using just for men recently. Let it, yeah, let it, let, oh, natural, baby. Give it to us, Keith Lee. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that was pretty much all the major moments yeah. from Rampage. All the major moments. Let's cruise on through live in the the, the nation's capital. Uh, how about a little Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. <laughs> Um, Raw opening, you know, we get that recap of the chamber. Sami Zayn coming out to that huge ovation. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, just from the home of the Senators. Crowd continuing to sing along, continuing to olay. Sami Zayn continuing to soak up the reaction until the crowd eventually calms down, and Sami Zayn feels guilty <laughs> about all this. You know, he didn't win on Saturday. Um, you know, yeah, you know, he story's not over though. To- it's not over, uh, but yeah, he he thanks the fans for how much how much the response they've given him, how much it means to him, and uh, yeah, we're we're entering the final chapter now of the story. But he needs to talk with Kevin Owens first, and Owens comes out, gets a big hometown pop as well, and Sammy tells Owens, "Thank you, I'm sorry. I know things have gotten messy between us, but I know that we both want to take down the bloodline, and we've got to do it together." Owen says he didn't help Sammy for him. He did it for his family so they wouldn't have to watch you get beaten up like my family had to watch. And I've been fighting on my own, and that's the way I'm going to keep doing it. I already told you after Survivor Series that I was done with you, and that still stands. So if you need help taking down the bloodline, ask your buddy Jay. And then he just drops the mic and leaves. I wonder what uh, that could mean is next. I mean... Jay, yeah, Jay still hasn't turned on Sammy, but if they want to have the Usos versus Sammy and Owens for the titles at WrestleMania, they'll have to do it soon. Yeah, we got to start. Uh, we're we're kind of in that home stretch, that booking home stretch. Yeah, but I mean, Jay's had so much character growth. I don't want it to just go back to being a bad guy, just like that. So yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what they're gonna do with this. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, you got to be careful the way they do it. Yeah. Uh, then during the commercial, the picture-in-picture, picture, Baron Corbin runs out, starts beating up Sammy, and uh, grabs a mic, insults him and the Canadian fans. So 
We get an impromptu match, Sammy versus Corbin, and uh, you can see Sammy still just covered in marks and bruises from the match on Saturday, but he's still got the fight in him. They go back and forth. Corbin hits a deep six. six. Sammy kicks out, hits the Haluva kick, gets the win. As he should. A little throwaway match there with uh, Baron, Corbin. You know, just get uh, get just give it to him. Yeah, just something to at least give the crowd a win, yep. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and Sammy. Yeah. And Sammy. Uh, Byron Saxton sits down for an interview with Rhea Ripley and Dominic. Uh, talk about the loss, the Judgment Day's loss to Edge and Beth. Rhea just says that's in the past. I'm focused on WrestleMania now. So they talk about the upcoming title match against Charlotte. And yes, she just vows to walk out of Mania, the new champ. Maybe she should. She sure as hell is here more often than Charlotte is. (laughs) Well, then she'll have to go to SmackDown, though. Good point. But I don't know. Yeah, I think... If you're going to move one, you got to move the whole Judgment Day. I'm not ready to split them up yet. Yeah, maybe, yeah, not quite yet. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler takes on Mustafa Ali. Uh, These two have kind of been quietly feuding for a little while now. And the match was fine. Ziggler goes for a Famouser. Ali blocks it with a handstand and then catches Ziggler in a crucifix pin, holds him down, gets a three count. So a much-needed win for Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I have no clue where he is logistically. Um, you know, I mean, either I mean, Ziggler is who the hell knows. Um, he was just born to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have I have no clue where Mustafa Ali ever is at any point in time. Is he up? Is he down? Is he jobbed? Is he winning? Yeah, he's kind of. Still on the bottom, but uh, mm-hmm. at least he got a win here. At least something. Yeah. Then Cody Rhodes comes out for a promo. He gets a big pop and the Cody chants. Uh, not on the Sami Zayn level, but still a good ovation. Yep. But before he can even speak, Paul Heyman shows up on the screen sporting a neck brace. And Cody tells him to come out here in person. He says he can't. After being assaulted on Saturday and subject to the miserable Canadian healthcare system, and uh, yeah, just cuts a promo telling Cody, "You can't beat Roman, and even if you do somehow win, what's your life going to be like? Carrying the titles, being on the road, hundreds of days of the year, all the events he'll have to do, and uh, you know, like your brother Dustin said, when your father Dusty was on the road, he was never home, and even when he was home, he was never really home, so." Is that the life you want for your your wife and child? And you willing to make the sacrifice? Uh, so Cody just says, Roman, don't send Heyman to see me anymore. You are, without a doubt, the greatest universal champion in history, but it doesn't change a damn thing. I have to finish the story. I beat you at WrestleMania. And throws the mic down. But like you said there, uh, not as big of a, a reaction as Sammy. I wonder, once we return to the States, uh, how this whole reaction thing is going to play out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think people are going to ch- keep cheering Cody, but Sammy's still going to be more over than him. 
So now so. we have somebody less. The, the, our main event is going to be less over than whatever the hell else happens. You see what I'm saying here? See what I'm saying about yeah. these moments we keep talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the way it goes. I mean, that's happened many other years as well. Yeah, I guess it happens. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, after that, you got Oscar taking on Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki hits a nice inverted DDT on the apron, puts up a pretty good fight. Uh, but then Oscar hits her own DDT off the middle rope, and uh, Nikki hits a Michinoku driver. But then Oscar gets Nikki in the armbar, gets the submission win. And then afterwards, Bianca gets in the ring for a little face-to-face with her upcoming opponent. They both point at the WrestleMania sign, but then Asuka opens her mouth, and the blue liquid just pours out, creeping out Bianca. It's so creepy. She's never seen, she's never watched Monday Night Raw before, clearly. (laughs) Because Asuka's been doing this for a solid two and a half years, right? I mean, she's been spraying it at people, but the whole just like oh, just letting it drip. Oh yeah, Bianca can't quite uh, you know suspend her disbelief. She's like, oh, I can picture you spitting it out, but gently letting it fall out of your mouth. Yeah, it's creepy. That's creepy. Uh, After that, you got the Miz taking on Seth Rollins, and yeah, of course, the crowd loving Rollins singing his whole song, singing the song the whole match, and. Him and Miz going back and forth. <clears throat> Miz hits the Busyko knee, but Seth kicks out. Fights back, hits the curb stomp. Doesn't make the pin. He hits the second curb stomp. Crowd chants one more time, so he obliges. Hits a third curb stomp, and the referee just calls off the match. Miz can't even stand, so Seth wins due to referee stoppage. Which, um, yeah, I guess I guess that happens. Right, a quick... uh... Yeah, it's fine. It's for the safety of the performer. Yeah, so that's not like a DQ. Would would that count as a win? Yeah, that's a win for Seth. Yeah, it's still a win, but it's not like a... Like, I guess... Is it a pinfall? It's like a TKO. 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 Okay, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) Yeah. Referee stoppage, TKO. Right. Yeah. Just like in the UFC, they do that. The ref just jumps in sometimes, and the guy's still... Yeah, he's still... Anyways. Yeah. Good point. Uh, then we got an episode of Ding Dong Hello, everyone's favorite talk show. Uh, Bailey hosting her guests, uh, Damage Control members, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, and yeah, they're all just putting each other over. Becky Lynch interrupts. Just calls him out, says, you know, you, you call yourself the two the greatest tag team champions when you don't even defend the belts. And Becky's got an idea for a partner to challenge them. And that's when the fellow redhead Lita comes out. Two of them get in the ring and they enter through the ding dong door, which was nice. And uh, Yeah, just talk some trash. Bailey ends up accepting a title match on Dakota's and Io's behalf. And we'll get that next week. Big tag title match. Big one. Finally, some action on these tag championships. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could even see a short little reign for Becky and Lita. Get her one last title before she's fully retired. Oh, yeah. Leading up like from from now to Mania, maybe? Yeah. Maybe you have like a multi-person thing at Mania so they can lose it. I don't know. But 
We'll see. See what happens next week. Yeah. Good point. Then we got Chad Gable taking on Bronson Reed. Gable hangs in there for a bit. You got Otis at ringside, who ends up getting distracted by Maxine Dupree coming out, giving him her business card, still trying to recruit him to maximum male models. And uh, while all this is going on, Gable starts yelling at them, and Bronson takes advantage, slams Gable, hits the tsunami, gets the win. See, um, it, it sure seems as though Otis might be creeping into uh, joining the Maximum Male Models. Yeah, I think he's definitely uh, definitely looks interested in. Yeah, the definitely pitch seems that interested. Maxine. I think also this is the type of gimmick that it needs to be comedy. Uh, and fucking yeah. Mace and um, the other guy, Monsoor, like they weren't doing it as comedy; they're doing it as serious. This is a comedy. Uh, gimmick. Yeah, and Otis can kind of be their ringleader. He's got the most credibility of the three of them. He's a uh, he's a Money in the Bank champion. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Could be good. Could be good for all of them. Mm-hmm. See what happens. What, the main uh, event. Elias in the ring. Oh, sorry, Elias. Yeah. Yeah. Quick Elias segment. He gives a bit of advice to Rick Boogs who was backstage taking notes but then Bobby Lashley comes out beats up Elias grabs a microphone cuts a promo on Lesnar for resorting to getting himself disqualified and just says you disrespect me like that I'm gonna put you down so it really seems like they're gonna have that one more match they really seem like they're pushing it now yeah even though at one point there was a backstage thing with MVP and Omos, and I think he issues a challenge for Lesnar to face Omos, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, that just seems bad, like, all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But the main event, uh, U.S. title match, Austin Theory defending against Edge. So, of course, super hot Canadian crowd for Edge, and uh, lots of time for this one. Nearly 20 minutes good competitive bout and yeah theory goes for his rolling drop kick edge catches in midair with a sit out power bomb gets a big near fall theory goes for a town down edge counters into the execution another big two count and then edge lines up for the spear when finn balor runs out jumps on the apron distracting edge uh he ends up kicking him in the face when the ref's not looking which allows Theory to hit A-Town down, get the win, retain his title. And then right after, Balor jumps in, starts attacking Edge, hits the coup de grace multiple times. I think three times in a row there, the coup de grace. Uh, as the crowd erupted in booze. Yeah, they don't like seeing their guy lose. Of course not. Finn stands tall to end the show, and uh, looks like we might get that rumored... Finn Balor, Edge, Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania, maybe. I mean, they're the two with the unsquashed beef. <clears throat> yeah, so looks like that's the direction. Right, yeah, sort of seems like it's the place we need to go. Um, you know, nice to see. Great performance from Austin Theory all weekend, though, between now and uh, uh, Elimination Chamber. Well, I'm curious to see what his WrestleMania plans are going to be. He's hot right now. Theory? Yeah. Well, uh, they announced John Cena's going to be on Raw, I think, in two weeks. 
and they've kind of been teasing that. So I think we'll get a confrontation between those two and lead to a WrestleMania match. Yeah, maybe they'll be the guys to uh, to make it happen. Cena in an actual match this time, not just uh, three minutes against fucking Undertaker. <laughs> Keep the streak alive. <coughs> uh, that's all. That's the first half of the show, Mike. We should take a break. Yeah. We'll be back. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Of course, we've got all the action in NXT. Of course, we're going over to Dynamite. So you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through that little break. Um, we have more wrestling action to get into. Of course, because the wrestling world never stops. Neither does this show. And uh, let's get into a little world over on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So over at the Capital Wrestling Center. Um, we're doing a stand and deliver show. And uh, now, is this is this also in uh, Los Angeles, Mike? Do you know any of this information? Uh, I was, yeah, I think so. I think it'll be probably like a Saturday afternoon in a smaller venue, but should be, uh, yeah, should be live. Oh, I'm seeing here. Live. We're at uh, we're at Crypto.com Arena, formerly known as the uh, the Staples Center. All right, so, so it's big, it's the you big know, like, it's the full it's the full size thing. The Grammys are held there, Mike. The Grammys. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but but uh, this week's action, uh, <laughs> this week's action kicks off um, with a match here. We have Ilya Dragunov taking on Trick Williams, uh, who fought hard, but truly no match for the resilient Ilya Dragunov. Yeah. But uh, match was good. We got a this is awesome chant. But uh, yeah, eventually Dragunov hits the torpedo. Moscow gets the win as he should. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, I think um, uh, J.D. McDonough was at ringside, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he came out partway through to do some commentary. Uh, apparently, I found out the reason he had that eye patch on the week before. He got a detached retina. Ooh. From uh, from when Dragonov hit him a little while back. Woof! Isn't it funny that so. that sounds that sounds life altering, but it sort of seems like a very quick surgery that people recover from. You know? What I- yeah. Apparently, it's I don't know anything. Yeah, when your eyeball gets unattached. Like I've definitely heard people bad, say the but- term. Uh, I've definitely heard people have that before. Yeah, no, it's happened many times in the wrestling world, but yeah, it definitely sounds pretty gory. It sounds terrible. Detach. <laughs> yeah. How do they even fix it? How do they get in there? How do, How do you retach? <laughs> uh, we go backstage. Fallon Henley's on the phone. Still trying to leave a message for Brooks Jensen, apologizing, but he's not answering. That's when Briggs comes in, just tells her, you need to apologize in person. You, you ruined the big night. You were wrong about Brooks and Kiana and... She says, you're right. I'll go apologize to Kiana in person as well. I'm glad uh, I'm glad this romance, even even though Valentine's Day is over, I'm glad, uh, you know, the romance is still active. Yeah. I just hope there's not a double swerve. Oh, like she doesn't actually love him or like him or. 
Yeah, I don't want. I think Jensen. He deserves. He deserves this. it. He deserves. <laughs> uh, Tyler Bate comes out for a promo. Thanks the fans for all the love and says they're about to go on a mystical journey together. When schism interrupts and they say they are kindred spirits with Bate. And Bate just says, "Uh, no thanks." Casey says, "These people won't help you. Schism can provide strength to each other." And Ava Rain says, "You're all alone," and the four of them surround Bait, and that's when Chase U runs out to make the save. Chase U making the save like baby faces should do. Yeah, and that leads us right into a tag match. So you got Chase U versus the Dyad. <clears throat> And once again, the crowd just super hot for Chase University and uh, Andre Chase pulling out some high flying. He even hit a moonsault to the floor, which I'm not sure I've ever seen him do that. I don't think so. He sort of seems like the uh, the actual in-ring execution is like the, the, the lowest on his game. Everything else is yeah. what stands out. Yeah, so that's cool. Cool to see, learning some new tricks. Uh, outside the ring, Ava Rain is kind of intimidating Thea. Uh, so Chase goes out there to yell at Ava, which leaves Duke all alone. He gets hit with a big double code breaker, and that gives Daya the win. And then Duke Hudson's mad at Chase for leaving him. Well, yeah, we hanging out to we drive. can't be giving the dyad these fucking wins. Yeah, you blew it. The dyad, ah. <laughs> Uh, then we got Indy Hartwell taking on JC Jane in a nice little match. Crowds behind Indy, uh, but JC takes over, gets Indy in the corner, hits her with a big stiff boot to the face. The same move that took out Gigi Dolan, and uh, she goes to deliver another boot. And that's when Gigi herself shows up, attacks JC, causes the DQ. Uh, but then she just beats up JC all around ringside, chases her into the back. I think the uh, boot to the face maybe uh, has new finisher written all over it, maybe. Yeah, that could be a cool move. I don't even... I think any time they won matches as Toxic Attraction, it was like a double-team move, so I don't even know exactly. what Exactly, and it would, it, it would have been was. Mandy any time there was three of them you know, going together. Yeah. Mandy would have taken that pin, so... So, uh, yeah. Now is the time to learn or, you know, do something for your own, yourself. Exactly. Uh, then you got Gallus taking on Malik Blade and Idris Anofi. And Gallus is dominating the match when these two chefs come out, carrying a big cake, causing a bit of distraction for Gallus, but uh, they overcome it anyways. Hit their finisher, get the win. And then the chefs bring the cake into the ring, saying it's to celebrate the two-year anniversary of them losing the NXT UK tag titles to Pretty Deadly. So they beat up the chefs, but then Pretty Deadly appear with chairs, attack Gallus from behind, slam them down onto the steel steps. Yeah, if you're still reminiscing of your loss two years ago, it's time to move on. It's got you got to it's you got to <laughs> move on, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they, they're champions now. Why do they care about the belts they lost? Yeah, years? exactly. That are now defunct or kind of they blended yeah. together. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well. uh, Von Wagner taking on Tony D'Angelo. Nothing really too crazy in this one. 
crowd's rooting for Tony D. And he gets the job done. Hits a Uranagi, gets the clean win. Yeah, as easy and then at, as easy as that. Yeah, and they do a quick interview after with Tony. He challenges Dijak to a jailhouse street fight at Roadblock. Now, what do we think a what do we think what do we think that means? <laughs> well, I mean, we know what a street fight is. Yes. Uh, does it take place in a jailhouse, or is it just jail-related items around the ring? Uh, now I'm picturing uh, bars. <laughs> They could bring out the the shark cage that they have in the back. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't know. know what, like, what jaily related there would be. I don't know, like handcuffs or one of those a baton, uh, a ball and chain, like the old school things used to wear around their feet. Oh yeah, uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. well, you know, this, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, see what it ends. Just up see being. what it ends up being, because this is now two new type of matches. Uh, in NXT in recent, you know, in recent history. What's the other one? I remember, um, fuck. Oh, the Iron Survivor. Yeah, the Iron Survivor, you you get points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Match. Uh, yeah, this will probably be more what we expect of a regular street fight. Yep, a little more traditional. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a cop car. I don't know. Oh, someone gets taken <laughs> away at the end by uh, uh, the, the the cops. Maybe. Okay. Uh, backstage, Nikita Lyons gets interviewed. She's on crutches. Says she doesn't know who attacked her, but she's going to be out for eleven to twelve months. Which that really sucks. Well, I think this is is this is like her second ACL tear. I assume yeah, on different legs, like... but I don't. I haven't looked into it in any capacity. Her first one felt like she was only gone like five or six months, and this is a full year. Well, yeah, but, I feel uh, like you're. I feel like if you tear the same ACL twice, the second one's gonna be. You know, <laughs> that's one they got to figure out. <laughs> yeah, just sucks. So early on in her career, but uh, then Tiffany Stratton walks up. It's like, why are you even wasting time talking to her? I'm right here. Nikita says, "You're sus." Tiffany says, "I wouldn't attack you. I don't need to waste my time on you." So, yeah, she's right. At least they can, yeah, they can play up this who done it angle for the next year until we find out. <laughs> for the next year, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there were. Maybe she'll be back in six months, and they're just lying about the injury time. Who knows? Well, yeah, I feel like before. yeah. Sometimes injuries are over exaggerated, right? But like you know, or but we, the Logan Paul one was fake. That was flat out fake. <clears throat> At least to the extent that they said. Yes, there's no way he tore his ACL, MCL, and meniscus and came back when Nikita <laughs> Lyons is going to take 12 months, especially for somebody who they probably want to be a big deal. Yeah. You know, she <clears throat> not only will she be a year older, but the, the, you know, the competition will be a year more experienced. Yeah, that's true. So, sucks. But mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to really come back there. She's going to have a lot of work to do. Yeah. After that, you got Ivy Nile taking on Alba Fire. Then their two partners, Tatum and Isla Dawn, both at ringside. They both jump up on the apron at one point. Ivy accidentally knocks her partner Paxley off. Alba takes advantage, hits a big super kick, and then the firebomb. And that gives Alba the win. Okay. Anything? Uh, not much to the match, though. I 
really. But uh, where where, yeah. where are these women on the uh, Roxanne Perez type scale? Who I don't think we saw in the show, by the way. Not even in a backstage. Uh, they did like a little workout segment with her and Mako Satamara. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, no in-person thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think these two are probably just going to focus on being tag teams, I guess. They both got partners. And, and where's Cora Jade always been? Use... She seems like a yeah. next potential logical challenger, at least. Yeah, I mean, we need someone for Stand and Deliver, and it's probably got to be a heel. So, yeah, you'd think Cora Jade would be one of the top picks you would think uh, yeah i don't know what was been happening you know it it seemed like she was on a great trajectory and then dropped off the face of the earth yeah i don't know if she's dealing with something as well or not but uh hopefully we'll see her before or at roadblock i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah before or at uh we follow up with fallon henley she goes into kiana james office to apologize for ruining the date last week and Admits she was wrong about everything. She just wants to get past this. They can defend their tag titles without any issues. Kiana accepts the apology. Says jealousy is only human and it's okay to admit. Brooks and I... Yeah, it's okay to admit it. You know, Brooks and I were both spoken for. So, uh, you know, as long as you believe that I have Brooks's best interests at heart, we can move on. They shake hands. <laughs> Nothing like a nothing like a strong handshake to move past it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're the tag champs; they got to be able to deal with it. Yeah, that is a good point. You know, no more thinking about the past. Look, look, carrying yourself, being professionals. I agree. Yeah. So let's go to the main event for the NXT title. You got Braun Breaker defending against Jinder Mahal. The challenger nobody asked for. Right, yeah. They booked this a little while ago. Yeah. And uh, once again, the crowd a little bit split on Breaker. Some people cheering. Some people singing, Braun Breaker sucks. But, uh, I mean, come on. You want to see Jinder win? I don't think so. Yeah, I, maybe maybe the fans just want more out of their, uh, out of their world champion. Yeah, I don't know. It's only been... It only seems like this started like two or three weeks ago, but once it gets going, it catches on, and uh, I don't know. Maybe they want to see something new with Braun. They'll see what the live crowd has to say. Yeah, that LA crowd, that'll be the real uh, measuring that, stick. Yeah, that, that'll be, uh, yeah, this, it'll really separate the, uh, the kids from the adults, as it were. Yeah. So anyways, the match is going on. Indus share on the outside, jump on the apron to interfere. That's when the Creed brothers come running out to take them out. And yeah, they all brawl to the back. Uh, outside the ring, Jinder slams Braun into the steel steps multiple times. He's in control. He goes for the Coloss, but Breaker slips out, hits the spear, gets the win, retains his title. And then uh, after the match... Carmelo Hayes comes out on the balcony to stare down at Braun, but then all of a sudden, the Peacock menu pops up, and I don't have Peacock, but uh, yeah, we get the menu, someone clicks on this stand and deliver icon, and then we cut to Grayson Waller with a remote control in his hand, he's in the production truck, says, I'm running the show now, calls out Shawn Michaels for 
not letting him be on the episode. And so I'm just going to take over and stand and deliver. It's going to be my show. Nobody can hold me back. So you want to talk about it, Sean? Let's do it at Roblox on a special episode of the Grayson Waller effect. It was a fun way. It was a fun little uh, thing to end the show with, I thought. <clears throat> yeah, it was unique. A little different. And we're going to get a rare live appearance from Shawn Michaels. But Usually he's just in the back. Do we, do we think stuff, we're getting a match? I don't know. I mean, the way they're teasing it, like how else... Who else is yeah, Waller like, going to fight? What else, feuding what with else Sean? is it? Like, what's the end goal of this if it's not a match against Sh- old Shawnee boy? Yeah, which I'd be fine with to make up for that Saudi Arabia disaster. But uh, who knows? Who knows if he wants to risk it again? Yeah. I mean, uh, clearly, if, if this is what we're doing, he's clearly ready. Yeah. But I don't know. Unless he's got some surprise waiting. He's like, okay, you're going to face this guy. And then. Yeah, you know. like that little kind of swerve or whatever. Yeah. But then again, who would that but, be? I don't know. We haven't seen Cameron Grimes in a long time, but. No, that would, that would be a downgrade for him to come <laughs> back. I know. They need someone. I don't know. Kenny Omega? <laughs> Yeah, Kenny Omega's doing a one-off show at a at a fucking house show for NXT. Not a house show, a premium live. Oh, event. stand and deliver. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a premium live event, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, that'll have to wait till Roadblock. That was the episode of NXT. So let's move so ourselves let's over move. to the next night. Let's move ourselves over to Dynamite action. AEW. All Elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, the home of uh, Austin Matthews. Is he going to go <laughs> back? Is he going to ever, does he ever want to play for the home team? What do you think? No, I mean, have you seen the arena they're playing in right now? It's a joke. No, what is it? Isn't it, uh, what's it called? It's called like Little Sticks or something like that. Uh, well, it is little. It's a 5,000 max capacity that they share with, like, the local college team, and it's embarrassing. Oh, shit. Do they not play at the, uh, they not play at the same place with where that the, um, that the Phoenix Suns play at? No, not anymore. They're playing at a small 5,000 seat venue. Oh, shit. They can't, they can't, so, because they can't do the, uh, the 15,000 or whatever it is, probably, 16. I don't know. That team's been should have been out of the league years ago, but Gary Bettman hates it when Southern U.S. teams fail. <laughs> and then he'd I, rather lose money on that than move them to Quebec City yeah, and get the Nordiques back. Yeah, he hates he hates when an expansion team dies only for it to thrive in Canada. Yeah, so there's a lot of shit. But anyways, <laughs> we're not we're not talking we're not anyways. talking about that. We're talking about uh, hard hitting wrestling action uh crowd another great crowd this week um and they were treated to uh orange cassidy taking on wheeler yuda defending that all atlantic championship yeah some good wrestling going on uh cassidy was out wrestling yuda so that's when claudio comes out to smarten yuda up with a slap to the face 
which hey that's a dq even if he is your buddy i mean that's a good that (laughs) that is a good point though if they weren't friends that would be a dq yeah but uh anyways the slap seems to work yuda gains control so claudia goes to the back lets him get it things done and uh yeah, they, they're trading pinfall attempts back and forth. At one point, Yuta spits his gum at Orange Cassidy, and it sticks perfectly right in the middle of his forehead. How did they get that spot, <laughs> spot of the year potential? <laughs> Potentially. That was great. Great aim and mm-hmm. great work by the gum to hang on. Yeah, what do you think that Would is? the gum win the award some, in that case? that's some dentine? What do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. It was blue, so it's got to be some mint flavor. Okay. Excel, uh, Excel mint maybe. Maybe extra. Extra, yeah. Maybe that uh maybe yeah. that Gatorade gum that has electrolytes <laughs> in it. Never heard of it. Oh, never heard of it? That's it's weird. It's out there. I don't know. I haven't really chewed gum since I was a kid in school. Well, yeah. I guess you're out of the gum game. Yeah. But uh so he spits the gum. Cassidy spits a loogie back at Yuta's face, and then uh, Cassidy hits a big diving DDT off the apron under the floor. And then back in the ring, he hits the orange punch, but Yuta kicks out. So he picks him up, hits the beach break, but another kick out for Yuta. So finally, he hits another orange punch, and that finally gets the three count. Cassidy retains in a great hard-fought match. Good showing for Yuta. Yep, I think uh, you know we know we know we know AW knows how to put out a good first match, first segment rather. <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, Cassidy offers a hug, but Claudio comes back out looking like an angry dad, and uh, Yuta's like, "I gotta go," and he just leaves. No hug. Yeah, little Blackpool Combat Club healing up, healing it up. Yeah, they've kind of been doing that the last little bit. Yeah, uh, like, I think if 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 your gimmick is I'm like pro wrestling, that's a heel gimmick. Does that make sense? Like if your whole identity is just professional, I'm a pro wrestler. That's pretty heel gimmick. I think Brian Danielson is very unique in that. <laughs> but that being said, he when he was the Planet's Champion, like he, he I mean he can do anything. He can do so this way or that way. Uh, I think look. Let's look at the books. Anybody who's they're they're like I'm a wrestler. Heel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's been uh, there's been a lot, but after that, Ricky Starks comes out for a promo. Says he's done dealing with Jericho and the Appreciation Society. He's ready to move on. He's got an open contract for a match at Revolution. But then Jericho comes out and says, no, you're not done with me until I say so. I can beat you anytime, but nah, I'm not going to fight you because you're not on my level. So good luck with your open challenge. And that's when pretty Peter Avalon comes out. Looks like he wants to answer the challenge, but Jericho knocks him out and says, no, that's not happening. I'm taking the open challenge. I'm going to sign the contract. I'm going to embarrass you. Uh, but they add the stip that uh, Jericho agrees that the Appreciation Society will stay in the back during this rematch that's good yeah because it keeps things if they're not involved if they're not involved you know that's a if, if they're not involved that's a higher rate of success for the opponent and any of these uh jericho things yeah 
So see if Starks can get it done he, again. Uh, he did. Uh, Chris Jericho did a nice uh, pen click. I do have to say. <laughs> he did a nice yeah. kind of straight arm as if he's about to go rah-rah for a team. Click, click. <laughs> call back. There you go. He'll call back. <laughs> then we got Lee Moriarty and Big Bill taking on the acclaimed. And yeah, Krill's crowd still loves the acclaimed, cheering, scissoring. Uh, the guns come out during the match. Everyone chants, ass boys. And... <gasps> The guns end up beating down their own father, daddy ass, at ringside until the acclaimed chase them off. And then they get back in the ring. Uh, Max Caster hits the mic drop, gets the win for the acclaimed. Um, Mike, I don't know if you noticed the uh, possibly the chant of the night for me. Fans chanting Scissorzona. Scissorzona. Okay. I don't know if you caught that. Didn't make that um, work, but that's... Yeah, I th- I, I, at least that's the way that I interpreted what it was. Arizona, Scissorzona. Um, you know, that's it's, funny. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's great when the crowd makes it happen. Cool. Uh, after that, you got Tony Schiavone on the stage to interview Christian Cage, but then Jungle Boy runs out, hits him from behind, hits that big elbow to the back of the head. And then he grabs two chairs, sets up Christian for the concerto, but he hesitates. Does he really want to do it before he starts raising the chair? But that gave Christian enough time to recover, hit him with a low blow. And then he slams Jungle Boy's head into the chair, busting him open. Oh, well, it wouldn't be a show without a quick little bust open, right? Come on. We knew it was happening. Uh, Yeah, and it won't be the last time on this show. It won't be the last. <laughs> Then we had women's action. Soraya takes on Sky Blue. Tony Storm on the outside distracts Blue, which allows Soraya to dominate a lot of the match. But then Blue has a little comeback. Gets a couple nice moves in. But again, Tony gets involved, distracts her. Soraya plays, applies the uh, the Scorpio cross lock. Awesome submission there. And Blue submits. And then afterwards, her and Tony grab the spray paint, but then Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker run out to chase them off. Yeah, the the spray paint is the gimmick. Uh, we need we need one. Somebody here needs an actual gimmick. Somebody here, <laughs> whether it's um, yeah, you know, so between Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, uh, Sky Blue, probably Tony Storm, Soraya, Jade Cargill. Like, what's the gimmick? I feel like the gimmick is I'm a bad bitch. Right? <laughs> that's what? Cargill's gimmick? I feel like that's kind of all the gimmicks. I mean, Britt Baker's a doctor. Okay, she's a doctor of Britt Baker, but it's like, it's just like a straight up, like, I'm better than you. I, I'm i the best. I built this place kind of thing. And then Soraya's, I'm better than you. I built women's wrestling kind of thing. And then Tony Storm's is, I held down the chair. Like, we need a thing. Who's, who's thing? You know, chase you is a thing. <laughs> Give me a thing. Yeah. I need something that I can grab onto. Something I, can, I can't be emotionally invested in somebody who just thinks they're better than somebody else. I mean, a lot of people are just don't have a thing no i know but these are all of i'm just saying all these are our performers all at the top of the division i need one to stand out so i can really be like i can really get behind you 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, who's yeah, who do you, who, who are you who are you rooting for here to kind of get this revolution match? I mean, they announced it later. It's going to be Triple Threat. Jamie Hayter defends her title against Soraya and Ruby Soho. So kind of one person from each side. I guess one person from all three of the little things. I don't know. I just I want I want someone to be I would have a have a fun gimmick. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You want more Abaddons? People with a big gimmick. Um. Yeah. Well, I'll just just something. I I mean I, I can't, I'm not going to say like do what this person is doing, but you know there's yeah there's things that have been coming up. Uh, you know maybe we maybe we just need to write better all encompassing storylines for the women in general. Do yeah. they need more time, or you know is it is it just because what we see is the same shit because that's all they have to do, and we can't have like a lady Bray Wyatt type or a a female a female Rick Boogs. Or a even just something, <laughs> something to make it stand out, like in particular, you know? Yeah, no, I mean that's certainly, especially on NXT, it feels like every woman over there ha, has like that. has a bit, has a bit, and they're like, I am the this person, and great, yeah. who is your this person? Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I've never, I've never written a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I mean, that's always one of the biggest complaints, the women's booking, and it hasn't changed in the last three years, really. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, the talent's there. It's just a matter of utilizing it correctly. Yeah, just figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, the new number one contender, Brian Danielson, comes out for a promo, and he's ready to do everything he can to win the world title. Starts talking about all the shit MJF has pulled, and that's when MJF interrupts, says, these fans, they love you, Brian, and I've been thrown away like trash by anyone who's ever claimed they loved me, and talks about how he met a girl that changed his life, and he was ready to get down on one knee and make a family with her, and then she left me. And as he's talking, the crowd is giving him the what treatment? So no sympathy there. Disrespectful. Uh, yeah, he even says after she left me, the only thing stopping me from downing a bottle of pills and calling it a day is this title. But everyone loves and respects you, Brian. You've got a family that you take for granted. You've had concussions and seizures, but you continue wrestling. And every time you get in the ring, you're saying that this is more important than your family. And you're no different than your worthless, drug-addicted mentor, William Regal, who I gladly sent home to the hospital and then he starts speaking directly into the camera, talking to Brian's children at home. Says he's going to make daddy pay for all his selfishness and to the point he won't be able to play with him anymore. Crowd chants, asshole. MJF gets in the ring and says he's going to give Brian early onset CTE. And that's when Brian attacks security. You have to run out, pull them apart. Uh, yeah, a very re- a realistic looking brawl there, kind of too. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, it was. I really liked this. I really liked the talking to uh, Brian Danielson's kids. I liked. Yeah. I loved that staring down the barrel thing because you knew in that moment. Because normally when my MJF stares down the barrel, he's talking or any restaurant, he's talking to us. 
kind of you know in that like or he's talking to the 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 guy who he's going to face whoever he's going to face but rarely is he talking about somebody who i've i've no idea of who they are what they look like yeah i think they're people they're that's much i know i'm like shit he's calling out <laughs> dot bless you he's calling out daughters jesus <laughs> number two number two one for each daughter uh. <laughs> yeah <I'm> like jesus <laughs> Imagine, like, imagine if you're uh, just watching a professional wrestling show, and then Drew McIntyre says, "You know, like, and on Saturday, Mike Shepard, I'm coming for you. You, you, you would be like, <laughs> like cool, be, <laughs> cool. Yeah. But, uh, no, if I was like a four year old, I'd be like, who is this man? Uh, yeah. Why am I watching this show? <laughs> yeah, mommy, why are we watching this show? Why is Daddy bleeding? Yeah, all right. the time. <laughs> uh, that was that promo, though. Uh, then up next we have our big 20 men 10 tag team battle royal to earn a spot in the tag title match at revolution so uh, yeah 20 guys in the ring both members of a team must be eliminated uh, pretty standard battle royal here lots of moving parts bunch of eliminations uh, Penta hits a big fear factor to Nice on the apron that eliminates him. And then later, Roosh eliminates Penta. So early on, one of the favorites. Crowd was not happy to see Penta go. But, uh, yeah. Phoenix was still in there, though. So he gets some revenge, eliminates Roosh. And just like that, we're down to the final six. You had Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and The Butcher on the heel side. And then Ray Phoenix, Trent, and Dante Martin for the baby faces. Uh, Jarrett slides under the ropes, grabs a chair, hits Trent. The Butcher eliminates Dante Martin. Phoenix dumps Butcher from behind, and then Jay Lethal runs and eliminates Phoenix. So very quickly now, we're down to the final three. Lethal and Jarrett versus Trent. Two against one. Uh, Trent manages to get them both out on the apron, drop kicks them, and as they're about to fall back to the floor, Satnam Singh on the outside. Just reaches his hands out, pushes them back on the apron. Uh, so they get back in the ring. They throw Trent over the ropes. And then they turn around, start strutting, not realizing that Trent's hanging on. Orange Cassidy lifts him up on his shoulders, puts him back in the ring. But that's when Sanjay Dutt jumps in, grabs Trent by the legs. Lethal runs at him, but he gets tossed to the floor. So Trent's in the final two. He throws Jarrett over the ropes, but again... Satnam Singh gets involved, catches Jarrett, saves the day, puts him back in. Uh, and then just more shit caused at ringside, distracts Trent. So Jarrett hits him with the stroke, tosses him to the floor, wins the match. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal uh, are added to the tag title. I was about to say, wow, but the biggest match of Jeff Jarrett's career here in AEW. I don't know about that. Well, here in AEW. Um, I mean, I guess, but why? Why do they need to win this? Um, to, to, to eat to eat a pin. I mean, maybe it's a fatal four-way. I mean, between them and the guns, what do you? They're not. What are you doing to your tag division here, Tony? Yeah, who's the fourth team going to be? Maybe the team that wins. 
Well, there's another battle royal next week, so we're gonna find exactly. Out. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't know who the next four might, who the next two might be, but I think it better be fucking impressive. I think FTR. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, early it's FTR bust. Yeah, I mean the Lucha Brothers already lost this time, and yeah, I don't know. There's just seems like a lot of your top teams aren't even in the mix. Like top flight would have been a better. Luch yeah, and you got you have motherfuckers like the guns. And... Yeah, the guns, Jarrett and Lethal. I don't know. To me, that's not. No, that's I that's not wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll find out the final team next week. Next week. Uh, but we go backstage. Renee Paquette interviews Tony Khan, who says he's got a huge announcement. And to make that announcement, he throws it over to Adam Cole. Baby. And Adam Cole tells us that AEW is going to debut a new weekly one-hour series called AEW All Access, a behind-the-scenes reality show to air right after Dynamite. That's fun. It's fun. I don't know if it's the huge announcement, but Tony Khan always likes to overhype things a bit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But you know, it's 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 going to be exciting. So now, I guess Dynamite is, a, is your three-hour night now. Well, I mean, it's a separate show, so but it's like know, roads to the top, like, but like with ro- more people, I guess. Yeah, roads to the top, but probably with way more Ty Conti. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the very least, if it's following Dynamite, hopefully that means that. Uh, power slap league or whatever is done oh yeah i forgot about the power slap i don't, I don't remember if i saw any uh ads for it i think everyone forgot about it after the first yeah, week hopefully i've heard it's been doing bad in the ratings so yeah at the very least this will be better than that i might check out an episode or two to see what it's like yeah but don't watch it uh, on like any of their associated affiliated channels like see if you can watch it through like a back door so like there's no way that you get them <laughs> any sort of profit I mean, oh, I'm talking about the AEW show. Oh, I thought you were talking about Slap League. Sorry, my bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> Slap League, I don't give a, No, this all-access show right. I might okay. check out. Uh, but yeah, and then Adam Cole also says, that's not the only thing, because the same night that all-access debuts is the same night I make my in-ring return on Dynamite. So it's official. Yeah. I guess March something. March, yeah. Whatever that is. I think it's after Revolution. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, whatever that is. Perfect. Cannot wait. Uh, just want to see what's next. Yeah, but let's go to our main event of the episode. Yeah, John Moxley taking on Evil Uno. Huge match for Evil Uno getting the the biggest match main of event his career, spot probably. here. I'd say so. I mean, especially singles wise, you're facing the three time world champ in a main event. Big deal. And also Uno kind of quietly having a good 2023. The graphics that he's 7-0, and so I guess he's doing good on Dark. Watch out, Jade. He's coming for you. <laughs> uh, so Uno, he comes out swinging. Him and Mox having a big slugfest. And crowd was pretty hot for Uno. Showing him lots of love. And, you know, it's just a shame how far the Dark Order has fallen apart after... 
you know, being one of the most over factions on the whole show for a while there. Yeah. Now there's like three guys. Uh, now it's pretty much just three of them, and they don't really do much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Moxley, he sees the crowds cheering Uno, so he starts healing it up a bit, sticking up the finger. He starts tearing open Uno's mask at one point, getting big boos from the crowd. Uh, and then Uno, with a big move, he hits a swanton bomb off the top rope to the floor. Crowd's chanting, let's go, Uno. I don't know if we've heard that chant before. That's pretty cool Well, I mean, him. maybe we have, but, you know, we wouldn't know. Because he's on dark. Yeah, maybe on dark. Yeah. Uh, then Moxley slams Uno, slams him headfirst into the steel steps. And, you know, every Moxley match has to have blood. So uh, Uno comes up bleeding. I mean, his mask covers a lot of it, but this blood was pretty good, just dripping out. Yeah, you, when you can see it around. under the mask, that's how you know it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, just dripping all over his eye and... Uh, Mox starts pounding away on the open wound, and Uno's able to pick him up, hit a pile driver two times in a row. Big pile drivers. Spiking Moxley down, gets a big two count there. But uh, Moxley fights back, applies the bulldog choke. Uno refuses to give up. He tries to stand, but Moxley just gets that sleeper in and wraps his leg around Uno. Uno passes out, dripping blood. So Moxley gets the win. And with that, becomes the first person ever in AEW to hit the 100 win mark. Is that so? I thought uh, I thought Jungle Boy had that kind of. Well, maybe not. I think he was the first to hit 50 or wrestle 100, or maybe or wrestle 100. Okay, know. okay. Yeah, they they said they did say first to 100 wins for Moxley, so I'm gonna believe them. Wow. Uh, but Moxley continuing to act like a heel. He doesn't release the hold after the match is over. So Silver and Reynolds come running out to attack, and then Claudio and Yuta run out to fight with them. And then finally the hangman, Adam Page, runs out, pounds away on Moxley, pulls out a little strip of barbed wire, wraps it around his hand, nails Moxley in the head with it. So, of course, Moxley once again with the blade job. Now blood's everywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, come on, man. Every single week now, it's, it loses its luster when you bleed every single week. Yeah, I get you. I get me. you. I, mean, I like blood. Blood's cool once in a while, but when it happens every week, it's not, you know. If you eat pizza seven days a week, you get sick of pizza. <laughs> I agree. I agree. As much as we all love pizza. I agree. It's, it's, um, a, little, it's, a, little, uh, it's a little too much. I guess they, they clearly got the green light to do it. And now they're like, great, let's only do it. And I mean, like, this is leading to a Texas death match between Moxley and Paige. And you know he's going to bleed there. So Yeah, they're both going to just be... It would mean more. They're both going to be shriveled up little pieces of because they've lost so much yeah. blood. Like, if you only saw blood once every month or two, it would mean a lot more. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. I agree. Mike, I have to yeah. agree. I mean, I appreciate the effort that you're willing to mutilate yourself. Certainly more than I could but... do, that's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, the show ends. Paige beats down Moxley. Goes for the buckshot lariat. But Moxley rolls out the ring, covered in blood. But Hangman gets the upper <laughs> the hand. The ring is covered in blood, too. Yeah, but uh, that was Dynamite, and 
I mean, yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club, at least three out of four of them are really acting like heels these days, so... Who knows? I mean, who, I mean, Brian's still the... I mean, who knows what a faction is anymore, you know? Uh, whether yeah. you're the Trust Busters or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I remember them. Not even the Trust Busters want to be Exactly. The of course, you know, you got to think about factions like the Factory. You have to think about... Um, <laughs> the Firm, the Pinnacle. The firm, the Pinnacle. The Blackpool Combat Club, the uh, Mogul Affiliates, I'm seeing. Yeah, the multiple family offices. Exactly. Every iteration. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> got an office. Everybody has an office these days. Apparently. You know, so it's, it's going to be, it's, it's hard to uh, blend in there. Um, hopefully Blackpool Combat Club can sort out their differences or just break up already. Uh, yeah. I think it would probably be for the best if they go their separate ways. Uh, I don't know. A lot of the time, they don't even feel like a group. They're just kind of doing their own things anyway. Yeah, with occasionally like, hey, man, stop <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Uh, that was all of Dynamite. That was all of the show except for one final segment, and that is, of course, the rest of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. The wrestler of the week. Mike, who you got? Well, I'll have to give it to none other, Sami Zayn. He didn't win the match, but he's already won all of our hearts. And, I mean, you could feel the love, the energy in the air. Those both nights, SmackDown and Elimination Chamber. And one of the most over baby faces of this generation. Maybe even all time. With what the run he's going on, and uh, yeah, you know the loss sucks, but that doesn't take away from the person he is, the wrestler, the character. Uh, so Sami Zayn, all time, Mike. Like you said it right there. You know, like we'll be telling our children about this this very ten month <laughs> period of uh, of our lives. Uh, you're right, unanimous, Sami Zayn. All you you just provided all the necessary reasons the stare down the 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 swearing on television the <laughs> six minute the near taker level uh intro applauses yeah wow wow this is once in a lifetime folks it's once in a lifetime i hope you're enjoying it <laughs> sure as hell hope yeah so. yeah that's all the time but that we have for the week uh we'll be back next week of course all the fun action revolution i guess we're still is revolution no it's not this weekend it's the following weekend yes yeah one week from sunday so another flip-flop saturday sunday they keep flip-flop we're flip-flopping we can't quite figure out what we want to do and all the mania build is of course coming up thanks for listening uh come back next week mike take care of yourself all right see you then